Hey everybody, welcome to Pit Stops at Podium, the Rev Partners podcast, where we talk to execs who have competed and won, taking their companies from high growth to high scale. My name is Brendan Tolleson. I am the co-founder and CEO of Rev Partners, and I'm delighted to have with me today, and actually coming back today, Scott Brinker for this episode of Pit Stops to Podium. Welcome back, Scott. Awesome. Wow, you've invited me back a second time. Something's got to be working there. Great. That's right. <laughs> and, you know, this time I actually have the HubSpot uh, sign in my background. So I feel like a few things have changed. Uh, not, not to mention, uh, since we last spoke, Scott, the uh, actually hot off the press, IDC just came out with a new report uh, around the growth of your ecosystem. Maybe that's a fun place to start before we get into the big idea today. But uh, for our audience, just what are you seeing in the ecosystem? What, what's the growth that, um, that just came out? Yeah. Um, so it was just a year, year and a half ago that, uh, you know, IDC had like uh, identified, you know, something like $18 billion of future ecosystem growth. This is money that goes to ecosystem partners uh, building around HubSpot, whether they're delivering services or they're delivering software. Um, one of my favorite quotes always from uh, Satya Nadella at Microsoft is like, you know, uh, uh, ecosystems are working when the people around you are making more money than you are. So that, that's a healthy sign. But anyway, just a year and a half later, like IDC uh, went ahead, revised, uh, you know, their projections based on the growth HubSpot had already seen uh, in the past year. And yeah, that opportunity moved from like 18 billion to 26 billion. Um, it is the ecosystem is on fire. Yeah, that's quite a lot of growth in, in just a year. So a lot, a lot has changed and this is a fun time to talk and it's a fun time for you being the VP of Platform Ecosystem uh, to experience that and, and to spearhead that. Uh, and so Scott, one of the things we're doing this month uh, as a month of HubSpot is we're really talking about you know, HubSpot as the CRM, CRM platform for scaling companies and how does HubSpot really support the enterprise. Um, and ecosystems naturally play a part in that. Uh, but I think it's helpful to kind of level set and maybe kind of that contextual layer of why, regardless of the CRM, whether it's a HubSpot or Salesforce or Dynamics, um, what role does the ecosystem play and what's driving that? And then we can get into what does that look like for HubSpot specifically? Yeah, well, I think the whole... Uh, concept of like an ecosystem is at the end of the day, like customers, businesses, they want solutions. They want their business to work together as a whole. And this isn't about any one piece. It's about how all the pieces work together, you know? And so from a technical perspective, you know, I want my CRM to also integrate with my accounting system, you know? I mean, it, it's like whatever whatever the pieces are of your tech stack, you know, that touch the customer journey, you know, whether it's front stage or backstage, like ultimately you want all this stuff sharing data, you want all integrating together so that you as a business leader are really able to like execute, um, you know, holistically, right? The whole is greater than the sum of the parts. Um, but, you know, it's not just the technology. I mean, there's so much change the companies are going through in like figuring out what is the right technology? How do they implement it? How do they turn those technical capabilities into organizational capital and business capabilities? And so, right, there's a huge like services ecosystem around HubSpot. Um, I mean, like it's, it's easily twice the size of like the technology ecosystem. Um, and again, it's how all these things fit together so that for a business who is using HubSpot, spot as their CRM platform, that basically they're able to leverage everything else from the ecosystem to really, yeah, ha have the whole business come together as a cohesive whole. 
Yeah, it's almost, I guess, we're kind of two parts to that to your point. There's like the, the proliferation of, of software. And I think as you were talking about, as we were joking about earlier, software is eating, eating the world. But there's also the need to be able to connect those systems. Uh, and that's really the, the role it sounds like the ecosystem plays is, yes, you have like the core CRM, but all these adjacent technology solutions, whether it's the front of the house or the back of the house, that an organization is looking to have all connected into one place. I mean, this is the thing that, you know, I've been studying on the MarTech side for like 15 years is just, you know, this explosion of all these amazing, innovative, you know, products and capabilities out there. But, you know, the number one challenge marketers have identified year over year was like, yeah, all those innovations are great, but if I can't get them to integrate, you know, into my core system, it's like the tree falling in the forest, you know, nobody hears it. And so, yeah, I uh, I kind of take on uh, integration as... Um, yeah, really, uh, a, a like a like a mission of like, okay, we have got to unlock the value that all these amazing startups, all these products out there have to offer by helping them work better together. Well, it's you know, I think the uh, proof is in the pudding. I think you know, looking at the press release from HubSpot's Q2 announcement, I mean, what was it about forty percent year over year increase in integrations? I mean, this is certainly something that you're only talking about, but you're actually doing. So, uh, I think for a lot of those. Um, for just the market in general, I think this would be a good transition point looking at HubSpot specifically. Um, but the, the approach that, that HubSpot is taking as it relates to how they're going after uh, or building the ecosystem. So let's talk about kind of three um, key topics. And it's a little bit, uh, I don't know the right word for this, but let's talk about breadth, depth, and what's next. Um, and so let, let, let's talk about your approach as it relates to breadth and depth. And let's get into where is HubSpot going to next. So let's start, let's start with breadth. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, again, celebrating, you know, uh, over a thousand integrations now, uh, you know, that 40% year over year growth, uh, you might be like, wow, okay, great. Check the box. You've, <laughs> you, you've got the ecosystem world covered. Um, the truth is, like, we're just even beginning this. It's, um, uh, you know, so the site uh, g2.com, which tracks reviews on B2B software, um, I was recently catching up with them and just in their database, they have like 103,000 different B2B, you know, software apps. And they acknowledge like they don't even have them all, um, you know. In fact, it's probably a relatively, you know, North America-centric, you know, database. Um, they're adding like a 1,000 a month or something like this. And so when you step back and like, yeah, you realize that, okay, all these engines for software creation, you know, AWS, Google Cloud, Azure, all these open source frameworks, you know, all these like no code tools. I mean, like the, the, the barriers to creating software have just, you know, like fallen to near zero. And again, this is a wonderful thing in the sense that now for almost anything you can imagine, any industry, any particular function, any new capability, any new emerging channel, there's like people building software to help like harness that and take advantage of it. Um, but again, going back to where we were, like, hey, all that innovation is fantastic, but it's really only effective if businesses can integrate that into their core operating system. And so, yeah, on the breadth, I'm very happy that, uh, you know, the catalog has expanded as rapidly as it has. But yeah, I sort of look to the next five to 10 years and I'm like, <laughs> you know, there's a lot more ahead to be done there too. But this, I mean, if we're, I mean, that was, seems to be one of the biggest knocks that I, at least that we hear in the market is the integration side. So, I mean, I think it's, it's exciting to hear that HubSpot is taking this really head on. Um, and to your point, there's a lot of work to do, but at the same time, 
uh, is that taking action uh, and really seeing a lot of improvement on that side. So kudos to you as it relates to the product roadmap and the strategy and how you're executing. Uh, take, taking the journey one step at a time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so we talked a little bit about breadth. Let's talk now about the depth aspect in terms of how you think through strategy with the ecosystem. Yeah. I mean, again, breadth is in some ways the easiest dimension to just sort of measure because, hey, there's a quantitative number, you know, how many integrations do you have? But the really exciting stuff is what's happening at the depth, you know, which is to say not all integrations are created equal. You know, I mean, integrations, you know, like how much data do they exchange? Is that data bi-directional? Like, you know, are there good ways of making sure that the data gets rationalized, you know, when it comes into a system like, okay, what do we do at the next level for integrating around workflow? You know, making sure that when things are happening in one system, we're able to trigger to cause an action to happen in another system. And that we as marketers, as revenue leaders, like, you know, we're not looking at the individual tasks so much, but we're starting to step back and like orchestrate these broader processes of of how we run a, you know, a revenue business, you know, there's the level of the user experience, you know, like how do we help get these things more embedded so that like, if you're in the HubSpot, you know, platform and that's where you're spending, you know, 90% of your day that other tools, you know, that are feeding into that, they're appearing in the HubSpot UI in the places you want and you can leverage them the way you want. And then on top of that, there's all these concepts of like providing good governance in an ecosystem. You know, this is one of the things I've always admired, like, you know, Apple for is, uh, yeah, I guess you could debate, are they too strict? But, you know, like they, they, they're really focused on making sure that anything that's available in their app store, the customers can basically trust it. Like they trust, hey, I can get this. It's not going to break my iPhone. It's going to do what it says. You know, it's going to be compliant. You know, it's that same sort of thing in B2B software ecosystems that we can add so much value by just providing enough of that, um, yeah, certification, you know, of what people are, you know, providing into an ecosystem that we can assure customers of like, hey, as, as you're getting things that, you know, are certified to work with HubSpot, yeah, they're going to meet this certain set of standards for how they operate, for the compliance that they support, for the support they give. Um, and so, yeah, if you look across data and workflow and UX and governance, you realize you can go really deep with these integrations. And while we've got some really great deep ones today, boy, I'm looking to the future and feeling like, man, that can be hundreds, that can be thousands that go really deep in their integration. So you said data, workflow, UX, and governance, right? Yeah. Is there, like, as you think through, like, I mean, it's not fair. It's like saying, who's your favorite child? But, um, like, do you, is, is there certain, like, hierarchy or ones that you think of those four, here's what we really are looking at? Or, or how do you assess that? Yeah, I think they kind of build on that level. Um, you know, I mean, if, if you don't exchange the data, you know, it's, uh, again, it's the tree falling in the forest. I mean, a whole point of a system of record is like, hey, there's one place we can go that everything sort of comes in and out from. Um, you know, I think once you get into things like workflow and UX, it kind of depends on the app, you know, and where you're going to get the most value. Some might be perfectly fine, you know, being purely an automation that happens behind the scenes, you know, in a workflow. Others, it might be the way in which they're visualizing things like, I don't know, you know, like, uh, yeah, I mean, t t tons of products in the HubSpot ecosystem, but like I've seen some that, you know, they're like they're very visual. That's like what they do. And so, yeah, that's a real strength. Um, and then governance kind of feels like one of those things that you just need in order to call yourself an ecosystem. Like it can't be the wild west, 
Um, you know, you need to be, yeah, providing some sort of guardrails to make sure that, you know, when people are promoting things in your marketplace, that you're able to make sure that trust, uh, <laughs> the customers are able to trust that the things they're getting from that marketplace, you know, <laughs> are uh, good for them. Yeah, I think that to your point, that's almost a, a minimum barrier to entry and non-negotiable you have to have some some level on the on the governance side. Uh, well, Scott, I think it's a good transition into what's next. Um, so I know you mentioned kind of you think about we're just getting started on, when you talk about the um, the breadth. Uh, but what, what are you thinking about? What's getting you excited as you as you say, hey, here's where the ecosystem's going, and here's why the market should be really excited about what HubSpot's building. Yeah, well, I think. Probably one of the things that's uh, most exciting to me at the moment is more and more integrations from the adjacencies, you know, like, so we're used to in the context of like marketing and sales, like, you know, there are a bunch of different special tools that, you know, different teams use and you want to make sure they integrate to your CRM. Uh, great, great, great solutions there. But what's really exciting is you're seeing more and more integrations that are a little bit further out in their adjacencies. You know, like, again, like connecting in with, uh, you know, finance systems, you know, accounting is like a great example. Now, all of a sudden you start to unlock these things where marketing and sales are able to make, you know, decisions and who they're engaging with and, you know, what sort of message they're doing based on like actual things like real lifetime value. Are people ahead in their account? Are they behind in their account? Um, you know, you start looking at things like, you know, on the customer success side, like, you know, learning management systems, you know, like, you know, field service solutions, things that, you know, they're getting further and further out from like, you know, core marketing and sales. But when you actually think of the end-to-end -end customer journey, you realize like, yeah, all these things feed in to like really now how modern revenue operations wants to look at the business as a whole. And that's where you get to the point where, you know, when I was mentioning the, you know, 100,000 products in G2, like you can sort of say, well, okay, only a certain number of those are like, you know, marketing or sales related. And that's true. But it's actually the stuff that gets further and further, you know, beyond marketing and sales as a core discipline. But if we integrate some of this data, you know, we can really actually help marketing and sales leverage, uh, you know, these other customer viewpoints or these other customer touch points. Yeah, I feel like we're just uh, like, you know, in the greenfield, uh, you know, so many tremendous possibilities there. Yeah, it, it's an exciting time for sure. I think to your point, it, it's amazing to see how fast things have changed just in terms of when you talk about the adjacent markets where it really everybody now is considered like responsible for the customer journey uh, and playing a role and now being more proactive than reactive and having those actual insights. Once you're able to connect the systems, have a, one source of truth and see that data in a way that you can make decisions on, it really does transform the way that companies are now able to behave and act um, as an organization. So uh, it's, it's fun to witness. Um, and I'm thankful that HubSpot continues to be in the cutting edge of that. Yeah, well, thank you. It, uh, I mean, again, like I feel like the technology capabilities of it are really just the, um, you know, like sort of the uh, entry, uh, what were they for poker? Like uh, uh, the ante. It's like, okay, like, right, ante. And like, we need the actual technology to connect together to get this data. But where like all the real action happens is then what are the playbooks you're creating on top of that? What's the strategy you're putting on top of that? Like how do you leverage that data and that integrated capability to do things that are, yeah, just, you know, competitively uh, powerful? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, again, that's really where, you know, it's like 10% the technology, 90% like the actual, like, you know, strategy and people and, you know, the creative for that. So um, those are the things that are really exciting to see how people harness it. Yeah, I mean, there's all like the the, I mean, the, the buzzwords about alignment and clarity. All, I mean, that, that, well, that's true. But I mean, I really think it's just the power is like you're creating that common language and everyone has to see the table and now you can really make those decisions that you, you couldn't make before. I mean, you were kind of in, in the dark. It's turning the lights on and being able to understand what's really happening and, and what where that org organization needs to focus and prior, what they need to prioritize. Um, well, Scott, I really do appreciate uh, you stopping by again for the second time and, and giving us an update on, on what's going on in the ecosystem as, as HubSpot continues to move up market. Um, well, last thing, I mean, we got inbound coming up. What, what are you? Uh, what are you excited about with inbound? Uh, well, I hear there's a party happening on like uh, <laughs> Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, that was well done. Uh, yeah, Scott. Scott will be. Uh, will be a keynote speaker at the Sprocketeer um, happy hour on Thursday night. So if you are going to be there uh, at Inbound, uh, gosh, that's what, Scott, three weeks from now, um, Thursday night, you'll get to hear from Scott and, and, and um, you, should, you should buy him a drink if you're there. I think he would appreciate getting to know you, whether you're an ecosystem partner or just part of this community as an operations professional. I think uh, that'd be a, a great next step for our, for our audience to take. Awesome. And since I think it's going to be an open bar, like it's the best <laughs> yeah. time to buy me a drink. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Drink, drinks on us. So, uh, well, Scott, thanks again. We really do appreciate it and uh, look forward to seeing you in a few weeks. Yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks again. All right. See you.